You're listening to 103.9 Life FM Gippsland. This is David Braithwaite with the local news headlines. The Drab Valley workers in their unions are calling on the federal government to support a federal energy transition authority. Gippsland Trades and Labor Council Secretary Steve Dodd said the Latrobe Valley was a living example of a community suffering from power station closures with no alternative plan in place. Mr Dodd said the region was still feeling the effects of the 2017 closure of the Hazelwood Power Station, which happened with five months' notice. Mr Dodd said coal power and coal mining had been the economic lifeblood of the Latrobe Valley and with the timeline for closure for the remaining power stations accelerating, federal coordination and support was needed. A federal statutory authority would be responsible for coordinating the orderly closure of power stations, overseeing industry diversification in energy regions like the Latrobe Valley and supporting workers with redeployment, retraining and early retirement where appropriate. A man has died following a crash in Headley near Yarram on March 14th. Police and emergency services were called to a crash on the South Gippsland Highway about 8.30am. It's believed a car veered off the road and hit a driveway crossover. The car flipped over and collided with a drain pipe coming to rest in a paddock near the highway before catching fire. Passers-by rendered assistance and extinguished the fire. The driver and sole occupant of the car, a 72-year-old Port Wilkespool man, sustained life-threatening injuries and was transported to the hospital, but later died. A report will be prepared for the coroner. Anyone who witnessed the collision or has dashcam footage or information has been asked to phone Crime Stoppers on 1800 333 000. The Country Fire Authority and partner agencies will be making the most of cooler autumn conditions to conduct fuel reduction burns to lower bushfire risk for communities, while farmers and private landholders will also take the chance to ignite stubble burns on their properties. Combined with weather conditions which will prevent smoke from dispersing into the upper atmosphere, it's predicted that smoke may hang over parts of Victoria throughout these periods. CFA Chief Officer Jason Heffernan said although CFA and Forest Fire Management Victoria worked closely with the Environment Protection Authority and Bureau of Meteorology to keep smoke impact as low as practically possible, smoke in regional and rural areas could come from a number of sources. Mr Heffernan said along with important plan burns which were conducted in forests, parks and reserves led by Forest Fire Management Victoria and many kilometres of road, rail and grassland burns which are led by the CFA, this time of year also saw a large amount of smoke coming from necessary burn-offs farmers and rural property holders completed. These are part of traditional farming practices where burning off crop stubble is often needed to kill weeds and return nutrients and carbon back into the soil. Although fire restrictions have ended, people have been urged to continue registering their burn-offs so that if someone reports smoke to triple zero, the incident will be cross-checked with the burn-off register. Bass Coast Shire Council has released a draft master plan for a new sporting and recreation precinct for Phillip Island, located on the corner of Phillip Island Tourist and Ventnor Roads, Cowles. Council is planning to create an 80-acre sporting and recreation precinct, including two ovals, two soccer pitches, multi-purpose pitch, four netball courts, pavilion and off-lead dog park. The aim of the master plan is to provide Phillip Island and surrounds with the essential recreation facilities needed to improve the health and well-being of the local community as well as visitors. The project looks to consolidate and relocate current sporting infrastructure on Phillip Island to the new site. The master plan has been designed to incorporate the future needs of sporting, recreation facilities and public open spaces. Council has worked with key stakeholders to develop the draft master plan concept and are now seeking feedback from the community. Community consultation drop-in sessions are scheduled for Olive Justice Place Cows on Thursday morning, Saturday April 29th and Wednesday May 3rd. While a page has been set up on Council's Engage Bass Coast platform to keep the community informed of the progress of the project. 
Gippsland South MP Danny O'Brien claims promised works on the vacant Nyora railway station building have stalled because of bureaucratic red tape. The Nyora station was promised a share of $9 million from the Community Use of Vacant Rail Buildings Program in the 2020-21 state budget. However, works have failed to progress. The building was previously used by a local community op shop until being told it would need to sign a community lease, making the venue no longer affordable. No other operators or community groups have been identified to move into the building, and as a result, works couldn't begin as the building was not being used, placing the funding in jeopardy. Mr O'Brien said Nyora had been left with a vacant building which would likely fall into disrepair at the mercy of the weather and vandals, while the promised funding goes by the wayside and the cost of any future fit-out potentially blows out. The Nationals MP said he would work closely with South Gippsland Shire Council to discuss options for identifying a suitable community use so that the works on the building could go ahead as promised. Council, the council is working with VicTrack, which is delivering the community use of vacant rail buildings program on behalf of the state government to identify a future use. This is 1039 Life FM Gippsland.